0: Is that Pilate? Cassius, the soldier who pierced Christ with a spear is Cassius. Okay. As we heard Abender. Aben Abin Adur. Abinader. Abenader. That sounds so dumb. Abendedur. It does sound so. As we heard Abedur shout his name when giving him the spear. This is a reference to the Catholic tradition that the name of the soldier who pierced Christ's side was Cassius Longinus. Who... <laughs> who was later believed long inis con- long inis who was later believed to convert to christianity we're the cellar dwellers. Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas! This is, uh, I think after Christmas, this episode, so. hope Unless it's on Christmas, Unless I haven't decided yet. Oh, you're right. I think we should do it on Christmas. It's a little, Christmas A nice miracle. little uh, Christmas present you. You just you. heard that happen live. This is on Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody.
1: I hope, uh, you are having a good morning. Um, on, on your Christmas morning, so you've opened many good presents I
0: hope you got all the Material earthly goods That you could drown in Because you know what Motherfuckers That's not what this is about It's about our Lord and Savior Jesus motherfucking Christ And you know what He died for your fucking sins You want to know how Watch the documentary The Passion <laughs> of the Christ Directed by Mel Gibson
1: Thank you, Christian. Uh, the film we watched. I'm
0: reconverted. I'm born again. <laughs> I am a born again Christian. How this about is, that?
1: This is a, a very exciting watch for us because somehow... Dis- Some fucking hell. Despite our, our upbringings, which we'll get into in, in a second, neither of us had ever seen this movie. Uh, nope. Which uh, I, I, it makes no sense how that was even possible, but... Perfect for this podcast. Yes.
0: Uh, Holy heck. Okay, so quick backstory with my uh, history with this film is I very vividly recall it coming out, it being announced, and it getting a lot of controversy due to the violence.
1: 2004.
0: 2004. Yes. Uh, I lived in Florida. I was in what, like fifth grade, fifth, sixth grade?
1: Uh, 2004, I would have been in 7th grade, I think, and we were in the same class.
0: Right? I didn't go to 7th grade, so I had to be like end of 6th grade then. Probably, yeah. Because I started 7th year, doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, I remember that and my my parents being really uh, nervous about my sister and I seeing it, so they got a babysitter, and which we didn't need because my sister was old enough, but they still <laughs> sometimes did that, it's, That's as I recall. Yeah, didn't need. Uh, I, I, th- I recall there being, I think it was just a neighbor. Anyway, <laughs> uh, just came over for something. I don't fucking know. Uh, but my mom and dad came back and they sat us down. <laughs> you could tell my mother I'd been crying quite hard. Oh, my God. And I, I'm sorry if my mother chooses one episode. She hasn't listened to one episode of this. And of all of them, she would probably choose this one to make yeah. sure I'm not being too blasphemous. So I'm sorry, Mom, that I'm calling you out, no but problem. it's funny. No promises here. <laughs> but it's funny because uh, they sat me down, da- sat me and my sister down, <clears throat> and told us just about how powerful of an experience they just had, and how truly phenomenal and gut wrenching it is to experience what Jesus went through for us that day, that He died on the cross. And I remember being like, "All right, can I see it?" And they're like, "No." <laughs> You can't. That's
1: such a tease.
0: And I was like, why? And you're like, it's too It's too much. You can't. Maybe when you're older. And then I got older and I was like, I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah. W- when you get older, you're like... I don't, don't want to watch the Jesus movie. I don't want to watch movie. The Passion of the Christ. Yeah, I have no interest in The Passion <laughs> of the Christ. Uh, but after seeing it,
0: I'd watch it again.
1: Let's Let's just go ahead, before we like jump into it, we both like this movie. It <laughs> was pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah. It was pretty good. I don't think there's another way to say that. Like... It's this, a horror movie. This is a horror movie in every sense of the word It's wild. there's jump
0: scares, there's demons, there's a fuck ton of gore martyrs level gore. yes like bordering same effects to a more intense degree at times man,
1: this movie surprised us
0: <laughs> It was wild, very watchable.
1: It's incredibly watchable. For a
0: movie in Ar- um, Aramaic? Yeah, right? they, yeah. The,
1: the, all the language is done in Aramaic, which and is Latin, dead, yeah, and, and Latin, yeah, which are both dead languages. So you kind of they they committed to it. They committed. None to, of the to, actors to were the bad. No, like, I, I mean, it
0: looked good. There, were, I mean, obviously, there's a couple CGI scenes that weren't great and a couple goofy looking shots. But they just looked 2004. They just looked 2004 and a couple like music video looking shots, <laughs> yes, which were true. very funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's this is not
1: one that we uh, really need to go into the plot for. I think. I think I think we can we can take some steps along the way. Yeah. Because I think it is interesting because we know this story So well. Like in like the you back know, of our hand. Like we You know what this movie's about. You know the story of Jesus and the Jesus death. Like everybody knows this everybody story. Everybody at least knows that a guy named Jesus was crucified. But I think thanks to <laughs> thanks to our, our specific knowledge, we were able to kind of uh, piece together all of the various flashbacks, which yeah, is which is fascinating. He doesn't.
0: Uh, disclaimer: Mel Gibson is an anti-Semitic piece of shit. End of disclaimer. Bad person. Uh, he doesn't um, uh, hold your hand through this movie in terms of the the biblical knowledge. He just assumes that you know the story. He like, gives no names. Yeah, no context for a lot of things, and just assumes like you'll ha- you'll know based on the context of what's happening. Uh, wh- who's involved in what story he's alluding to, uh, which for us we got the majority. I don't remember the names as well as Colby, but I remember all the scenarios. So uh, it was it was fucking well done movie. Mode. I
1: mean, I think remembering all of the the stories that we have heard about this particular idea in the Bible. It was weird seeing that in a well-produced setting. Yeah. Because we have both seen yeah. so many... <laughs> Kirk Cameron... Like, low-budget, left-behind, <laughs> yeah. Bible man. Like, yeah. if, if you are one of us, and that is, you know, somebody who was raised very conservatively and Christian, uh, and and not necessarily still believing that stuff, um, then you will understand. Like, there's a very specific genre of, of film and television... Dedicated to the religious folk.
0: Like, another big movie in my parents' lives is a Kirk Cameron film called Fireproof. Yes. You're familiar. Of course.
1: I think I saw Fireproof in theaters. (laughs) Uh, I wish I was kidding, but I had a good reason. So I went to a Christian school. Uh, Uh, Did you take someone on a date to see Fireproof? No, no, no. I got extra credit on (laughs) something for a class. uh, That's extortion. By going to see fire honestly
0: that's extortion i
1: stayed for the whole movie and it is brutally bad my parents not only did they see it
0: in theaters but they bought it on dvd they never opened the dvd but they bought it on
1: dvd i mean they're just supporting the cause you know I, mm-hmm. honestly the the christian media is a fascinating subgenre of it of is
0: of just a money pit.
1: A, a weird world of things and stories. Yeah, like, and that we're aware of. I had Christian comic books growing up. Like, I had
0: Christian rap, Christian metal. DC Talk. Well, I'm talking, like, there's this band, Peace of Mind.
1: Oh, I don't even know that one.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's wild. I, they're on Spotify. <laughs> one Look of
1: Christian's favorite bands is P.O.D. I, I have... fuck hard <laughs> with
0: P.O.D. <laughs> MXPX was, like, the Christian punk band that I loved. Uh, P.O.D., and then later in life I got into Under Oath. Who are no longer christians because they say the fuck word now <laughs> it's wild ow I hit my knee we, uh
1: and and i i was forced to listen to a lot of uh christian radio growing up
0: a huge song that my dad would always want us to sing in the car is this gonna be your song this will be my song i my can't d-
1: wait to hear this because i know that i'm gonna know it because yeah. it's a christian song <clears throat> my
0: dad would always want my sister he'd be like oh can you guys just sing that song i love hearing you guys sing this song and i'm like why it's so fucking weird but it was <clears throat> Lord I lift your name (laughs) on high Lord I love to sing your praises Praises I'm so glad you're in my life Come on I hate that I know all the words I'm so glad you came to
1: save
0: us You
1: in the back Come on We came from heaven to earth To show the way From the earth to the cross My pay. From the cross to the grave.
0: From the grave to the sky. Lord I lift your name on
1: high.
0: That's my that's the best I'll ever do for this fucking show.
1: I I am astounded and amazed and uh,
0: still got it after all these you still years. Still got Papa. it, man.
1: Honestly, and, and there are so many songs identical to that song. That are forever burned in me and Christian's brains. The one that
0: kills my mom, like, will make her cry every time it comes on, is I Can Only Imagine. By, uh... Mercy Me? Mercy Me. <laughs> yeah.
1: I can only imagine. Uh, they
0: made a movie out of that, right? They did. They fucking... They've made a lot of movies out of just Christian song titles. Fascinating. Yeah. Like I said... The, 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 uh... The Christian rock episode of South Park is very accurate.
1: Yes. That is one <laughs> of the, like, four episodes of South Park that I've seen... Uh, it's, it's incredible I'm not a South
0: Park guy Same. But it's one of the ones That's always stuck with me As being like I like that Because that's true
1: <laughs> And we can laugh With it Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the joke Yeah Because we relate
0: We're like Holy shit Yeah, <laughs> Casting Crowns Toby Mac DC Talk Jars of Clay Jars of Clay the, L- Hillsong United's The big band these sure. days uh, If Jars of Clay You know all Skillet. of Skillet these-
1: <laughs> no. Cutlass. We need to stop before the people who don't know what we're talking about leave, because Have you, you went to Christian bookstores to buy these CDs, definitely. In Christian bookstores, my, book parents, my are... parents were regulars at Christian bookstores. Same, yeah. Same, same, same. Well, my I, mom, my dad, my, my dad, dad was a was a past a Baptist preacher for yes. a long time. Uh, throw that out there, so you know, I was a preacher's kid growing up, and so all of this was normal for me. Yeah. Um, but kind of bring it, bring it full circle back to Passion of the Christ. This is the first uh, religious movie that I've seen that is, like, full-on an extreme, brutal horror movie that we can safely say our parents have seen. (laughs) Our parents are cellar dwellers. Yeah, technically. in their own ways, because this is on par with any of the movies that we have seen for this podcast.
0: My dad's definitely a cellar dweller, because we watched all the Saw movies together and the movie Inside. For the first time I saw that, I saw that with my dad, but he also <laughs> saw this. He didn't have the same. Re- I don't recall really what he. I think he was just sitting there being like, yup, that was pretty powerful." Whereas <laughs> like my mom was crying. It's very. It's, it is a pretty emotional.
1: I mean, yeah, like
0: journey. I mean, especially growing up, like watching it, <clears throat> like I didn't feel nothing, like and the the violence is insane. It's super intense. There's a scene with a uh, cat of nine tails or whatever the fucking thing is called. Oh, basically a whip with a bunch of metal bits in it. Yeah, like hook, metal hook
1: bits at the end. Just like ripping flesh out. Like you see his ribs. It's like a 15 minute long scene. It's brutal. What, it's absolutely brutal. What's also really interesting and su- surprising about this movie is I expected it to... Uh, the whole movie to be the torture.
0: Yeah, I didn't know it was it intercut. The,
1: well, it took about 40 minutes to even yeah. get to him starting to be like tortured. Torture tortured. But the the... <laughs> They had one scene that <laughs> made up for that whole thing. The first 40 minutes, I was like very intrigued because it felt like Lord of the Rings. It, it kind of looked like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Everybody has lo- everybody's white. Let's get her- let's get that out of the way. Yeah, okay. Everybody yes. is white. There's in this movie. I think we
0: counted like four brown people in the people background people of color just in the background. Lines. It's wow the whitest cast for a, a movie set in the middle east. I'm speaking ever Aramaic. Seen.
1: Like they committed to the to the yep. accuracy. But
0: Yeah, we got a Monica Belushi.
1: Monica said. Bellucci, uh, a Bellucci. repeat. Not Belushi. <laughs> Not Jim Belushi. Monica Bellucci. The great Italian actress. The most
0: difficult film I have ever seen. Irreversible. The scene she made that made that the most difficult movie. She is Mary Magdalene she's in this Mary fucking Magdalene. movie. Yeah. It's wild. Which... And she's white as hell. Uh,
1: unless you... <laughs> yeah, so white. And you wouldn't know that that was Mary Magdalene unless you just happen to know everything that happens in yep. the New Testament. Uh, they don't name her. There's no context for yeah. anything. Mel Gibson really does expect you we to We just you know, assumed.
0: we were yeah, like, sure. we're pretty sure that's Mary Magdalene based yeah. on the context. Then we looked it up and we were correct.
1: Yeah. If you know, if you know the story of Jesus, you know all these characters, but... It It is. It is—I was trying to watch this movie from the perspective of somebody who doesn't know anything, and it is very confusing. It
0: would, If you genuinely, like, have never been to a church or, like, a Sunday school before, or, like, even somewhat consistently, this may go over your head in terms of, like, what the fuck is actually going on. Yes. Why are they doing this to this guy? Because they don't even really give you much context in that regard.
1: They just say that he's been blasphemous and that he claims to yep. be the king— they, you know, the
0: Jews it, we, Colby and I discussed uh, Doing a freeze frame on Jesus on the cross And doing like a uh, Record scratch And then him going You may be wondering how I got here <laughs> uh, And we think that would be a good spin uh, they, That should have
1: been the opening The intro This
0: should have been the intro For people who haven't read the Bible <laughs> uh, You can pick one of two ways It's a choose your own crucifixion story Oof. Yeah, you can go the long route uh, or uh, just get to the goods.: Easy way out. yeah, easy way out. Um, i i I was looking for this fact. we whew, one of the biggest things about this movie that stuck out to me is Jesus' eyes.
1: Yes, very distinct.
0: Very distinct, uh not real. Very um, pretty. very striking. Uh, I was, but I was like, there's no fucking way those are real. it's digitally changed yeah. to brown. Yeah. Makes sense. We could have guessed that. Cuz he is a white man with blue eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah well, he has blue he eyes. He has
0: blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he looked weird. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> it's so fucked. Dude. God, this movie is so, so white. It's, it's so white. white. It's incredible. Uh he
0: also uh wore a prosthetic nose. <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> Cuz you I know, never... they couldn't just
0: hire a, a Middle Eastern man.
1: <laughs> we should we do need to say. So so a lot of Jim, Jim Caviezel's movies are good. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, prior to this. Prior to this. And then we, we we have a theory. Christian has a theory. I'll let you present it. This I, a, it's an interesting one.
0: I feel, based on the output of Jim Caviezel after this film, I'm pulling it up to get to get proper uh, context. context and titles. So this movie came out in 2004. <clears throat> uh, he won nothing. For this movie, in terms of awards, let's
1: say let's get it out of there. He's good.
0: He's uh, everyone in this movie is very good. Uh, he is very good as the white Jesus,
1: as having I mean, as having the burden of carrying this
0: movie. He's a he's a he's a very solid white Jesus. Good white Jesus. Love love that white. Maybe Jesus. Maybe the best white Jesus. I would say arguably the best white Jesus, which. Segues into my point about Jim Caviezel. I feel he may have gotten some sort of a goddamn complex about him with this whole Jesus thing. A
1: goddamn complex?
0: Uh-uh-uh, CCC. Uh, uh, so, uh, it really... He does a handful of, like, just normal films after, including the Denzel vehicle, Deja Vu. Good movie, I like it.
1: movie.
0: It's Denzel. I'll watch... Denzel's just a movie of a guy. You watch oh, it, he's good. Yeah. He's good shit. Even if the movie's not good, it's a good movie because Denzel. Uh, does, uh... Outlander, blah blah blah. We get to 2008, the stoning of Soraya M, which is the first film where he returns to a uh, uh, Middle Eastern character, uh, where he is also kind of a savior figure in this, saving this woman who's going to be stoned. Or I haven't seen it, but it's one of those uh, Christian Christian. Uh, the Middle East is scary kind of movies. Four Christians. Four Christians yeah. kind of movies, uh, to my knowledge. My parents owned that as well. Um, they also... Uh, he popped up in, like, Escape Plan. That uh, Sylvester Stallone movie no, with Arnold not, Schwarzenegger. I did not see that. I did not see it either. But now he's doing... He did, in 2018, Paul, Apostle of Christ. He's, he's doing did a movie after that called Running for Grace.
1: Oh, he's he's full full blown.
0: Had a movie from last year called *Infidel*. So you see where he's kind of going. I feel like the dude may have gotten a little bit of a complex about him. Uh, he is apparently signed on for the sequel. Yes, of, of, of the Passion of <laughs> the Passion, uh, which is uh, the Passion of the Christ Resurrection, which is sounds like the sequel to a fucking horror movie. Which this was a horror film. Yes,
1: I, and I, I mean that.
0: I mean that not. I mean that in a nice way.
1: I, I want. Let's talk about that because, yeah. like, like I said, the first forty minutes is not all Jesus being murdered and tortured. That no. this is when it feels like a weird horror movie. And, and a lot of a lot of moments. There's a lot of Satan. There's a lot of
0: demon stuff. There's a lot of spookiness, like so, jump scares. So
1: once Judas, if you know the story, you know Judas yep. is the one who betrayed Jesus for thirty pieces of silver. Kind of cheap, in my low opinion. Ball, yeah, bald for sure. Um, once. Uh, the, I think the way they portrayed him in this is kind of interesting. So we see him give... He started, like, decaying almost. Yeah. yeah. So he feels so much guilt for betraying Jesus, obviously. But then that guilt is portrayed by, like, these... Scary children. Very scary <laughs> children. Like, so when they first showed up, they were just kind of roasting him. They were like, hey, what's wrong with you? Why are you sad? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, get away from me. Uh, well, know. I think
0: they're like, Well, help you at first. And he's like, I don't need your help. Just leave me. And then they're like, oh, are you... Uh... They started calling
1: him a demon or something, right? Yeah. yeah. And then their faces change. And then their faces Out met. of nowhere. That and the and they look like the demons. It was gross. It was like a cool moment. Have you seen Todd Browning's
0: Freaks? Like the the movie from like the 20s? Freaks? I don't think so. No, it's like the 30s, not the 20s. Um, maybe the 40s. I don't know. It's a dude who directed Dracula. It was after Dracula okay. and it ended his career because it scared people too much. <laughs> uh, he, cool. But he used real uh, people with disabilities and uh, 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 abnormalities. Yeah. And uh, the demon faces that pop up in this look like a couple of the characters from Freaks and it's startling. It's upsetting.
1: Especially when you're you're just looking at like the face of a middle school boy, and then all of a sudden it <laughs> yeah. shifts to your, something very not that. Your point before the face
0: shift of wow, Mel Gibson really captured the the true horror of how shitty middle school boys are,
1: and then they turn into actual <laughs> and then demons. they turn into
0: actual demons. It
1: makes so much sense.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was very funny, and.
1: Uh, it, essentially so continuing with that yeah. those demons multiply <laughs> there's a yeah, bunch yeah. of them they're harassing Judas they're and then chasing
0: him out of town
1: essentially they cause him to hang himself yeah. out of guilt and so I think it was a cool he's portrayal of that because that's definitely not in the bible
0: gnarly rotting like sheep or goat or cow or something that he pulls the rope from to hang himself that's al- a pretty which,
1: mean scene which album cover would that have been because you're good at this at the guessing yeah. game well
0: the opening of Trauma's
1: Cannibal Corpse yep so this, oh, honestly,
0: I'll show you after. Okay. This is a Nails album cover. Oh, the band Nails. I never even heard of them. Uh, while we're talking, I'll pull it up, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's Nails."
1: <laughs> oh, I know Nails.
0: Uh, I won't pull up the song, uh, uh, but I will show you uh, the album cover. Okay. Oh, here it is. It's called their uh, their album's called "Unsilent Death." Pretty good.
1: Honestly, that looks. Pretty similar yep, to the shot. just remove the, remove <laughs> the removing, color from yes. the shot.
0: There you go. Uh, if you're listening... I sh- own that on vinyl. Real quick, <laughs> go look it up. Yeah, Nails, Unsilent Death, great
1: band. There's a lot of uh, metal in this movie. <laughs> uh, this
0: might be one of the most metal movies I've ever seen. <laughs> like,
1: truly. Uh, Peter, very cool. It
0: goes perfectly in line with a lot of metal. Anti-Semitism. <laughs> very white.
1: So white. A lot of gore. A
0: lot of gore. Yeah, uh, I, I kept making the joke because Satan in this movie is played by a woman. Uh, that Mel Gibson is a misogynistic anti Semite. He casts the devil as a woman and the Jews killed Jesus.
1: Yeah. he And, and you know, I, I remember hearing stories about why it was, uh, that this movie was anti Semitic back in like high school or something. Don't isolate me saying that. <laughs> no, no, no promises. Dude. Um, but I didn't really, I remember hearing all of that controversy behind it and I didn't really understand it at the time and now watching totally it it's it. like I fully understand why somebody could watch this and be like yeah this is super anti-Semitic this movie
0: is straight up like the Jews aren't listening
1: makes the Jews look like monsters Like stri- it's wild the, like, the cruelty of the Jews and the soldiers and the guards to Jesus is like literally on par with all of the horror movies all the torture shit that we watch and so it's so funny to me that the people like our parents would get so angry at us for watching something this is more violent than trauma yes this is more violent than a lot of the movies that, that we have covered for this podcast which is saying something trauma's more fucked up than this but this is more
0: visually gory than trauma is
1: the and i think yeah i think we can both agree that basically the turning point is when he starts to get whipped
0: the turning point is definitely when he starts to get whipped. This the is moment- when
1: you're like, oh, it's starting. And this is probably about around, like, what, 45, 50-minute mark? Yeah,
0: there's, there's a scene uh, more toward the beginning before any of the real torture oh, starts. Oh, yes. Where I wouldn't say it's the turning point, but it's more so like, oh, is it starting now? Like, is this... It makes you ask
1: to- a lot of questions early.
0: For uh, sure. He's, like, shackled and, like, being walked from uh, well he just got captured he just got sold out by judas in and the he's garden being transported. of gethsemane he yep. was
1: praying he was sweating blood all that stuff you know the story you know, <laughs> you know the, the tale you know the classic tale all
0: the details are there except satan bald woman satan is yeah. walking around which is not in the bible um that is not biblically accurate the uh guards are transporting him and they walk by this like uh kind of like overpass type thing like a bridge yeah something like that and they, to, I guess, just fuck with Jesus, they, uh, they push him over the edge because he's connected to the chain so they know he won't fall at the bottom. Around uh, his waist. Around his waist. And, and uh, yep, yeah, you, you just see as he falls and just, it catches. It's
1: oh boy it catches right before he hits the <coughs> ground and you i feel like you hear like probably some cracks but it, it, they don't cut no nope. you, you see it and it looks and he looks up at the, uh judas isn't it down there yeah, yeah judas is hiding down there hiding down there it looks <clears> so <throat> painful and then for the, essentially you assume for the rest of the movie that he is like crippled after yeah that. Like i mean he he's, has to have broken ribs
0: he's but walking incredibly slowly up spine from like, that point on and
1: of course that is not in the Bible. As far no. as I know. <laughs> <clears throat> no. But it is and it, it is a brutal start, because you're like, oh, this is what they're doing already?
0: Yeah. And then, uh, fast forward to get to the goods. Yeah. Uh, he, he, fuck, man, this whipping scene. And apparently, uh, let me read the list of uh, what old Jimmy Caviezel went through. He might
1: be cursed, because I, of all of this. It fucking
0: sounds like he's cursed. Uh, maybe that's why. Maybe it was the lightning strikes <laughs> that uh, made him go all fucking crazy. <clears throat> Here we go.
1: It's a big list.
0: It is. All right. So this is per the uh, always reliable, 100% factual IMDb trivia.
1: Never lied to us once.
0: Never once. In interviews with Newsweek magazine and several other media outlets, Jim Caviezel spoke about the difficulties he experienced while filming. This included being accidentally whipped twice, which has left a 14-inch scar on his back, and dislocating his shoulder from the weight of the cross. I'm going to pause right there. So these whipping scenes are some of the most graphic in terms of uh special effects alone that it's I've seen in a movie.
1: Spectacular look. It is, it looks it's insane. It's gross. It like, looks insane. It's stomach churning. Truly. Like it, it's worse than martyrs. Oh, absolutely. It's worse than than so many things. Yeah. Uh it's, and it's long too. <laughs> this is like a good like
0: 15-minute so, segment. And, and
1: we should say, like, so they start off with these they start hitting him with these like little wooden planks. First yeah time, yeah well yeah they're like it switches like, almost. it like levels up throughout yep. multiple times and then they get to like it,
0: sticks like full-on
1: it gets worse and worse and worse until it gets to the thing that christian mentioned which is kind of where it starts to like really take a turn as far as the the effects go
0: yeah they they just annihilate his back and thighs and his whole the whole backside of his body they
1: hit him in the face a couple times well yeah it,
0: like catches like around his like forehead and shit it, and, like, they, there's a really big close-up of one catching on his rib and pulling. You see his ribs exposed. It's wild. It Truly. is gnarly. And then they flip him over and do it to his front.
1: Which, honestly, I did not see that coming. No,
0: I don't. That's
1: just... It's mean. It's so it mean. It fucked.
0: I mean, he got the job done. Yes. Mel, Mel Gibby. Fucking it, Santa Claus. I mean, he
1: is... If we can... if we choose to give Mel Gibson any credit it would be his dedication to the yeah we can give him credit for this the,
0: movie for the fucking white Jesus movie yeah I mean the I'll white give him Jesus credit movie. for his white Jesus movie
1: because yeah it like it's pretty unflinching it is like it just and all this throughout this whip scene, documentary should be <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm fully sold man
1: we're back, we're I'm, back I'm back
0: I'm back I'm I'm born again virgin. I'm a born well I've always been, but <laughs> Yeah, I mean yeah.
1: car virgin. Car virgin especially. I just can't figure it out. Man, the end of the year is just changing you, man. I'm You've changed, it, man. I'm losing it. <laughs> and I'm more sober. <laughs> it's wild. So we're going to do left behind next and then we'll see what changes after that. <laughs> we'll next. do a
0: double of the Kirk Cameron and the Nick Cage version. I haven't seen the the Nick Cage version. It's Almost unwatchable. <laughs> it's terrible, but I think Chad
1: Michael Murray's in it. Fascinating. We'll do. We'll do a, a Patreon episode for, for, <laughs> for the for the weird Christian heads out there. Yeah,
0: for everybody. Oh my god. No,
1: that'll be on our OnlyFans.
0: I there was a night when I lived at the old Whiteford House. I would drink. We I would drink. Uh, <laughs> Period. Uh, we would. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'd all be drinking and watching dumb movies, and we put on. The Nick Cage left behind and it was so bad that even our drunk asses were like shut this off and
1: I've been drunk with you guys
0: and you know we'll watch and laugh <laughs> at anything
1: watch some stuff we we will watch some crazy dumb
0: dumb shit and that was like no we can't do it
1: I think I want to watch it now
0: uh, I, would, I would revisit it now I think I would get more out of it I did just recently watch a Nick Cage movie while Nick was here but I completely forgot the name of it
1: <laughs> relevant
0: yeah it came out like two <laughs> years ago I think I don't know it was bad well, Forrest Whitaker was in it, too. Okay. <laughs> he was terrible. He should have played Jesus. Would you they... thought Nick Cage was in this.
1: Well, we both agreed that they got... Yeah, that guy did Nick look Cage. like Nick Cage a <laughs> There the is beard. a Nick Cage with a beard lookalike yeah. in somewhere in this movie. Um See, I tied it all back. Who was your favorite? I'm curious. Who was your favorite uh, non-Jesus character in this movie? Ooh, because there's a decent amount of like characterization. I did for, really like for a lot of these Bible characters that I've never seen on a film or TV before, which is interesting. I really like who got crucified upside
0: down: Paul or Peter? Peter. Peter. I really liked Peter at the beginning. Peter's a badass. He's, he's got dope a sword as shit at the
1: beginning. Yeah, he's cool. Uh, then he denies I, Jesus three times. I did think I thought
0: the lady playing Satan was pretty spooky. well done yeah Yeah, she's got no eyebrows no
1: eyebrows is very effective in in making somebody look creepy um hmm
0: let me think i want to pick someone else
1: (sighs) well another interesting uh the fancy boy king herod Herod. (laughs) yeah i liked the fancy boy (laughs) that was a surprising thing for me because king herod is a very famous biblical figure uh in in, who's having an um, and I always thought he was like a scary figure growing up <laughs> as a kid, and then they dainty. they make him like a like a dandy, kinda, yeah, like, like an old like aristocratic like, like he's like eating great, he's like and... fat, and yeah, it was. Uh, I it took us we had to be confirmed that it was him, yeah. Like I was like, that like can't no, be. That that's can't not be. King Herod, yeah. It it was. was so it was. now I forever will never be scared of him. He's <laughs> a fancy boy. Um, who was yours? I I thought it, I I don't know if this is my favorite, but I think it was interesting how much of the like. Uh, centurion perspective Yeah, that we got well that's why I was trying to think I was like do I actually like them because like a few of them were really good actors I don't think it's, it's so much that they're likable I think it was an interesting way to, to, see, have their perspective. to see their perspective mm-hmm. on this story that we knew so well and to see it so
0: much from the perspective of like why the fuck are you guys so mad at this
1: guy right yeah, like they, it. it you really kind of see the confusion. In They're the, just like, "What is going on? Why do you want to? Why do you want to kill this guy? Why are you so angry? Here, you want this murderer. We'll let, we'll let you crucify this murderer instead." Which
0: leans into the Mel Gibson's yes. blaming the Jews.
1: Yes. <laughs> so yes, Mel Gibson is like, "No, gotta bring it. that up." Yeah,
0: gotta mention that, which sucks. Uh, but uh, from a horror
1: standpoint, this movie is pretty wild. I mean, truly, like in the from. Like traditional horror perspectives in that first kind of quarter, third of the movie. And then shifts, the, the in, torture. shifts into just extreme gore. And this cinema. is way more
0: violent than any of the Saw movies.
1: Oh. Any not of Not even them. close. The Saw this movies is, wish they could be this yeah, violent.
0: This is more violent than any of the mainstream like horror, torture, porn bullshit that you've seen. Mm-hmm. It just it just straight up is. And it's gotten got an R rating because Jesus.
1: This movie could have easily been in, say, And it almost was. Yes. But the church pushed back. Cowards.
0: Why not have an NC-17 Jesus movie, baby? If this was NC-17, though, I would have called them cowards. Should have been unrated.
1: Oh, wow. That was so... I was just like, go, what? Passion of the Christ, unrated. I need a director's cut. I want I
0: just, I just want the words unrated under, like in the American Pie font. I like the
1: stamp. Unrated,
0: yeah, like the stamp
1: underneath.
0: <laughs> director's cut, but unrated. I, but I want it
1: to be out of blood.
0: Yeah! Or like spelled in the nails of the cross <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did we mention the sequel? The stakes. I, I did, I did. What's it called again? The
0: resurrection. Passion oh of the Christ God. resurrection. That is What do you think's gonna happen? <laughs> let's let's mention that this movie ends with a wild setup for for a sequel. And in, with one of the dumbest shots. <laughs> it's so bad. And we were commenting on how cool it was, like how simple and well done it was until Jesus' face enters the shot. You're dumb like, white face. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so bad. Oh my God. And then directed by Mel Gibson. So stupid. Horrible ending. Which, uh, which
1: I like... I, as as a former Christian, I understand they like the need to have like a hopeful ending, but from our perspective, we're we just, know. Like, like we got the yeah. ending like it was a brutal ending. Normally the movies that we watch end brutally, brutally. Yeah. <laughs> like and very bleak. And so f- I think for us it was like, oh, like happy ending? What why?
0: I was hoping that they were going to take the the route Spielberg uh was going a lot in the 90s where he ended all of his goddamn movies by having the real people show up. I said this to you while watching The
1: real Jesus shows up?
0: The real I just go to the real cross, go to the real stone, I don't know, do something cool like that. I don't know. Anyway, Saving Private Ryan would be a perfect war movie if it didn't have the beginning and the ending dumb shit. End of rant. Uh the uh stinger for the sequel in this
1: <laughs> we can't call it a stinger like, <laughs> like it's
0: the fucking MCU there is no there is no uh, end credit scene i checked
1: yeah we had to check
0: had to check the, no end the, credit
1: scene. the jesus christ animated universe yeah so he the, literally J, the gets jcu
0: he gets up buck ass naked you see a little bit of his hairy ass but you also see a cool-ass hole in his hand, and you see through it.
1: Another cool metal cover, probably. <laughs> yeah. Right?
0: Oh, no. So many of the, so many stills from this movie could be metal covers, as well as as could Apocalypto, which God, no. came up as Watch Next, and I was like, Apocalypto's a good-ass movie. Did that come after? After.
1: after. Was, that was his next movie? Well, he got...
0: That's because, yeah, then he was just like, oh, I'm not going to make movies in English anymore. Oh, uh... <laughs>
1: Yeah, that sounds like something he would say. Yeah,
0: he just kind of... Well, no, I don't think he actually said that. He just kind of lost no, his mind. No, he's just the type. And I think Apocalypto came out after his drunken anti-Semitic rant, which makes that movie even more difficult. Because this came out before it. Passion of the Christ came out before he got pulled over and all yeah, that shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it, it is really difficult because I grew up liking a lot of Mel Gibson movies. like Of course, we all did. Braveheart, Patriot, Lethal Weapon. Like, I watched the shit out of the Patriot growing like, up. Like, he was... He was the the action star like of everything and then, and then he was the romance dude. And yeah, he was cool. And then, yeah. you know, he is a piece of shit.
0: He just like, is. We're
1: like we're not dancing around that topic. Yeah. But it is a bummer because Apocalypto is a is an awesome really movie. good yeah. movie. Um this is a good movie. This like, is I, good I movie. don't know how else See to say I don't that.
0: I don't think I don't think saying something is good is is arguing for the No, no artist, I agree. Yeah. The like separation of the art and the artist. Because I don't think I, there, there can't be a separation of the art and the artist. Uh, some people want to make the argument that you you can. But for me, uh, it's a it's case by case, it's personal opinion. Yeah. And specifically with films, it's a lot different to me than something like music. because music is created to be continuously uh, uh, digested over and over and over again. Whereas a movie, um, I also was kind of watching this as quote-unquote research. Yeah. Like, I'm curious at this anti-Semitic's version of White Jesus Yes. uh, for our podcast, for the fact that I grew up around this movie that everyone in my life saw but me. So, yeah, I'm going to fucking watch this. And if it's good... It's
1: still good. It's good, yeah. It's
0: just good, and I'm gonna say, like, yeah, it was a very well-made movie, uh, and it flowed really well. Just it was by compelling. by a shitty dude. It was just made by a really shitty dude. Yeah.
1: Chinatown's still a good and, movie. Uh, yeah, and... and Fuck and Roman Polanski. A lot of the movies that we watch are by directors that are assholes. Lars von Trier is not a stand-up guy. No, and so it, that is something that we have to, like, reckon with. We gotta with reckon with, in, yeah. in the movies that we watch, and and... I think we have a healthy view on it, as far as like we're not glorifying anybody, and
0: we're we're upfront about it. Yes, uh, at least we, we try our best you know. to be. Yeah, mm.
1: while we're while we're doing this, you know, we'll let you know if a person is shitty, yeah. as far as we know. Yeah, know. as
0: far as we know, if we don't know, then we uh, then we won't. Mel Gibson's obviously like very famous, easily shitty. researched. <laughs> yeah, very very famously a shitty dude. We um, don't
1: apologize to all the Mel Gibson stands out. There. No.
0: No, uh but yeah, there's plenty. Uh, I would say, in order to make a lot of this stuff, there's there's gotta there's, be,
1: something. Gotta something. There's, there's something you got to be something <laughs> there's something off.
0: There's uh, something off. It doesn't justify it by any means whatsoever. Um, but unfortunately, it does seem to be part of the cocktail. Yeah. so uh, I didn't mention, I don't think, the hardest scene for me in this movie is I, I really want to make sure this is known uh we were both a little disappointed uh, which is weird to say about uh the lack of uh intensity when they placed the crown
1: of thorns on his head it wasn't as it wasn't as graphic as i anticipated we expected i mean based on what we had seen up to that point yeah very very heavy very brutal very it violent it sounded rough but you didn't but didn't i think up. our imagination kind of Prepared us for something that was going to be, like, disgusting. I expected,
0: like, a close-up and, like, seeing the thorns go in, but you didn't get that no, at all.
1: we didn't quite get it. And eh. that that bit was a, a Kind of a down. bummer. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll acknowledge fucking that. Fucking coward. Yeah, Mel Gibson is a coward for He's a not showing cow. us that. He
0: was on the cross. I looked it up. He was on the cross for six hours and died at 3 p.m. Because they know that, that kind of shit. On the Google. And they, Mel Gibson only showed not even close to six hours on the cross. And he didn't even it say it was 3 It was dark when PM. Jesus died
1: in the movie. That wasn't 3 p.m. Dumbass. I thought this was a documentary based on a true story. Anyway. Well, they got
0: some things. Some things were reenacted. <laughs> Dramatizations. Dramatizations, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: uh,
0: uh, while they are nailing him to the cross, um, the first hand, they just kind of do it willy nilly and don't really get it in the hole because there's like pre -pre pre-drilled holes in the in the cross so the stake can go in
1: easier easy access
0: easy access so to make sure that it's easier the second time um they try to pull jesus's hand over to it but his other hand's already nailed in there and it's not quite reaching so they tie a rope around his wrist and give that a really big tug
1: like uh, the biggest tug and
0: his shoulder pops right out and you see it and hear it and it's awful and it made me want to throw up and yeah, i didn't like it
1: you reacted
0: yeah i got up
1: <laughs> i stood up
0: i stood up i was like oh i didn't <laughs> i really didn't like that i don't know why that got me so bad the
1: sound was bad the, I think so, just the sound was rough the, is it, and and you do see it to an <laughs> yeah. extent and well so... you just see
0: like you see the lump move under the skin yeah it's ugh, the lump
1: and and because you know it's coming too, yeah, like yeah. they set you up for it. Um, the the nailing of the hands is is gross. Yeah, like it, it, the, I'll, I'll acknowledge this makes crucifying seem like the worst way to yeah, die. Yeah, we did say that a lot. Like I never had really considered it. Obviously, we know the story. Yeah, and, yeah. and how but like it works. actually thinking about because you asphyxiate. Yeah, is how you die. You don't die from blood loss. No. You don't die from like anything really except for suffocating. You you. St- you suffocate from your own body weight. <sighs> Cuz you can't support it yeah. and you're just uh, being hung on by, uh, by nails.
0: Uh, it sounds uh, so it's painful. It's it's really bad. <laughs> Not interested. I don't like it. Thank you thank you, Daddy Jesus.
1: I'm glad I didn't see this movie in high school or t- in 2000. No, I might still be a Christian. In. Oh, I'd be scared, too scared to Yeah. I feel th- I feel bad. I'd feel even more guilty than I already do. Imagine if this was the first extreme movie that you saw. <laughs> fuck like because this 2000 this would have like been yeah what would have changed i think my parents were right i was too young i wouldn't this to would show this to 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 a kid I would i'm not gonna to show this to, th- this to my kids at all i don't want them knowing about this craziness until after they show them martyrs and trauma yeah and yeah, like yeah all yeah. this stuff and this is okay. oh no my kid can watch trauma whenever they want <laughs> for sure
0: just not the second half that's that's boring <laughs> yeah
1: <it's> like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just the opening uh yeah, uh, I'm glad I did not see this when I was younger. Uh, now I'm completely unfazed by it, but it's it was a pretty good fucking movie.
1: The impact was lessened now because we're desensitized. Completely desensitized. And I think that made for a great watching experience, yeah. honestly. Because we were just kind of like... We both said we'd watch it again. Uh, and with our knowledge of the context, it yeah. was kind of easy for us to piece it together. Yep. Which is probably not a common thing among people who watch this movie.
0: For us, it was also fun to talk throughout it. To be like, oh, like putting it together. That's Peter.
1: Oh, no, that's James. I don't know.
0: Oh, is this the Sermon on the Mount? Yeah, it is. Is this the Last Supper? Yeah. yeah. I was like
1: 10 for 10. You were. I think you got
0: got every single one. (laughs)
1: My dad would have been so proud. The
0: hardest thing is uh, the names. Keeping up with the names. But you got every flashback you knew exactly where they were at. Except the only one that you didn't get, but it was too early for you to tell, and then you quickly corrected, was the uh, wrecking of the...
1: Oh, cause, that's because I wanted to the see The market that. or whatever, I wanted yeah. to see Jesus destroying the temple. Yep,
0: yep, yep. Uh, oh, they split the temple in two. They did do that in the movie, and that was a really cool effect. That was cool. That was neat. They That was a very well-done effect. Um, practically... M- super well done I mean that's, the effects were great
1: any Mel Gibson movie is gonna have like Braveheart Patriot all of the, the like violence in that movie yeah and those movies look awesome like, yeah, yeah they just look great and like mostly practical for you know for the most part and that continues with this movie like they he has a, a theme for his, his yeah movies, Apocalypto incredibly mm. violent the uh... oh I just completely
0: lost my thought <laughs> wow well hmm that's not coming back. That's not coming it's back, just is gone. I, yeah, it's just gone. That's just gone to the ether. Holy shit. Well, I gave this 10 tips of the hat. Out of 10? No, I have like
1: 400. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty low. Yeah, but like
0: a hat tip's really cool.
1: <laughs> I have a lot of questions about your system, <laughs> and I need you to tell me all of the details right now in the audience. I rated
0: it an 8 out of 10 on IMDb. The chat uh, IMDb. needs to know. No. Uh, I rated it an 8 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a good movie. I really don't know what I was going to say. Was, I feel like um, I had a point to make.
1: I, I meant to ask, what does uh, Roger Ebert think about this movie?
0: Uh, he gave it, I believe it was a perfect score, but I believe he gave it a 4 out of 4. Uh, wow. He uh, did also say it's the most violent movie he's ever seen, which...
1: He needs to get out more.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, he needs to get out more. Um, he I, I mean, it could be
1: an episode on our... Oh.
0: oh. I mean he wouldn't have been you able couldn't to talk, talk anyway. <laughs> oh. we were, I have his memoir that I've read we, twice we like right there. over there. Love that guy. Love that guy. Yeah, so that's Passion of the Christ really. It's it's nothing happens other than the crucifixion and then some flashbacks.
1: Honestly, I was thinking I'll I'll, I'll throw this out there. I was thinking about this like by the end of this movie, I if if there was this style of movie based on the other like Jesus or Bible stories I'd watch them I would probably enjoy them
0: Do a do a biblical cinematic universe Like super violent An R-rated cinema- biblical like, cinematic I universe I know
1: how violent the Bible is I know all those stories And the they violent, get so violent
0: It is it is prime for, The Bible is prime for this podcast We've got literally every genre of extreme cinema Covered in the Bible Sans maybe cannibalism
1: I can find a verse.
0: I'm sure there's a verse. There's, on there's gotta be one in there, yeah. yeah. I,
1: but like, I'm not kidding. If there was like, and we watched after we finished this movie, we watched the trailer for a David and Goliath. <laughs> oh my movie god, it online. looks so bad. But if there was a David and Goliath movie in this R-rated, style, rated, yeah, hard R, potentially NC-17. I need it to be the borderline right there. It's gotta be towing the line. Or if right there's there.
0: like a Sodom and Gomorrah movie.
1: Oh no, no, that's gonna that's gonna be like trauma. That's gonna be like
0: disgusting that's gonna be, that's,
1: that's gonna have fuck you me seen out. or
0: are you familiar with it's hard to be a god I don't think so it's this Russian movie that got or no German movie no, Russian I don't know someplace really mean uh, <laughs> that got really it, it, like bogged down in production it took like 10 years and it was this director's like passion project and then he died uh like right before it got released and it's like three and a half hours long I've watched it once. And it's shot in, like, this nasty black-and-white sepia tone. And, like, it's in, like, the, quote, muddiest part of town. But it's it's everything looks like shit, literal shit. And I feel like that's what the Sodom and Gomorrah movie would look like. Look up a trailer, everybody listening, <laughs> for the movie It's Hard to Be a God. That movie is uh, hard to get through because uh, it's slow as fuck. If you've seen Stalker or Andre Tarkovsky shit, it's very similar to that type of stuff.
1: I can already tell you, I don't want to watch that. No, movie. you
0: have no interest. Yeah, th- uh, but watch the trailer fun. and you'll be like, "Oh, that looks neat," but that's three and a half hours long. I'm good.
1: So yeah, when are we gonna start writing the the Old Testament universe? Uh, I really universe? wanna. I really wanna. Which go... story? I'll, we'll end on this question because yep. I think we've we've talked Passion of the Christ to death, <laughs> pun pun intended. Um, but I am curious, which Bible story would make the best uh, version of this kind of film in your mind because there are some there's some choices. So like an extreme cinema. Yeah. Uh, yes. The one of the ones that comes to
0: mind, I believe, is part of the Sodom and Gomorrah world is when uh, the the guy sells out his daughter to protect the angels from getting raped by the townspeople. Oh, that's in the Bible. I he's like he's that. like take my daughter, don't that's in touch Genesis. the angels. Yeah, like straight up.
1: Oh. That's like some uh, what movie would that be? Comparison that we've seen. Oh
0: fuck, I don't know. Like
1: potentially uh, a Serbian film.
0: It would be like a Noé a or like a, or something like that. It'd be like later Noé to be like provocative with less. That's the, the movie art. you'd
1: want to make. <laughs> no, you said the one that would fit this the best. Okay, yes, that unfortunately that would fit the best. Yeah, and there's I mean there's you could just go to Revelations, man. Oh man, like <laughs> Revelations is insane. Whew. Insanity. If if you don't know what we're talking about, just read a couple of chapters <laughs> in, in Revelation in the Bible and It's like
0: a, one of the craziest things honestly, you'll ever read.
1: Preferably stoned. You'll yeah. probably have a good time. Yeah. There's there's dragons. Or
0: get like get like a dramatic reading of it. And like listen to it. That I'm sure, would be one exists, I'm sure so. there has to be a good reading of
1: Revelation. We'll do one. We'll do one for you right now. Let's start, okay? Yeah.
0: Uh <laughs> so the uh Revelations one one. I don't have this book memorized. No. I have all the other all the other ones memorized. <laughs> oh oh here. Here's a question I'll end with. Okay. What's your favorite Bible verse?
1: Uh John eleven thirty five. Jesus wept.
0: You dick bird. All right, I've got the only one that I remember. <laughs> oh, I remember a few. The only one that I like genuinely remember by heart is Psalms fifty six, three through four. Oh multiple verses. When I'm afraid, I can trust in you. In God I trust, whose word I praise, I will not
1: be afraid. What can mortal man really do to me? I'm going to ask you to turn that into a song. Yeah, done. Right now. Because I know you can. I know it's. I've probably heard this song already at some point. When I'm afraid... I will trust in you, in God I trust,
0: whose word I praise, oh I will not be afraid. What can mortal
1: man really do to me? Good. That's good. We got two songs in this one. <laughs> With this is this is a Merry Christmas episode. So we're yeah. we're giving gifts left and right.
0: Yeah, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Merry Christmas. Jesus specifically. Uh, we celebrated
1: his birth with his death.
0: With his death, baby! Because he wouldn't have celebrated it any other way. Uh, what? Maybe by living. You got a palate cleansy? What have you been doing? What have you been up to? Hmm. If you need to think, I got one.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: I've been reading this book called American Fascist The Christian Right and the War on America.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> that, you pulled that out fast.
0: Yeah, I've been sitting on this. Uh, yeah, it's uh let me read a little bit who, real who quick. Who wrote it? Uh Chris hedges, he's a journalist. Uh he uh, starts with a list uh describing uh what eternal fascism is, meaning uh these systems that just inherently are fascistic, uh, which he is equating to Christianity. Uh it ends with this, saying your fascism you are dash fascism, eternal fascism is still around us, sometimes in plain clothes. It would be so much easier for us if there appeared on the world scene somebody saying, I want to reopen Auschwitz. I want the black shirts to parade again in the Italian squares. Life is not that simple. Eternal fascism can come back under the most innocent of disguises, Our duty is to uncover it and to point our finger at any of its new instances, every day in every part of the world. Franklin Roosevelt's words on November 4th, 1938 are worth recalling. if American democracy ceases to move forward as a living force, seeking day and night by peaceful means to better the lot of our citizens, fascism will grow in strength and in our land. Freedom and liberation are an unending task.
1: Thank you for that excerpt. Beautiful. I appreciate that. That's how I'm relaxing. You gotta learn how to relax, man. I have no fucking idea. I did think of a good palate cleanser, though. Yeah. Um, I am going to suggest... This isn't a personal thing, but I think this is uh, a worthy palate cleanser for this particular movie. Uh, I would advise the viewer to... Bible Man? Exactly.
0: Were you really going to say Bible... I'm sorry to
1: interrupt you. Oh. I was going to... Tell the viewer to look up some, some videos on YouTube. Of, Bible
0: Man is a wild Bible ride. Bible Man. Bible Man is a wild ride. So that,
1: so that you guys can get uh, an idea of what we went through. The true up.
0: production value of what we went through. They are
1: pretty horrifying.
0: But if you want to talk about low, low, low production value for high, high, high entertainment value, VeggieTales, motherfucker. True, VeggieTales. Was Loved great. that shit as a kid. Will- Still, like cheeseburger still like where is my hairbrush they got some fucking slamming box
1: i will never talk shit about veggie tales no.
0: anybody who does no
1: fuck them I'll say that. It just my so good. Veggie details is the lone example of a good version.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a good so, something that Christianity made in terms of entertainment that's good. Yes.
1: Um, but but yes, I would say I would suggest just YouTube some some Bible Man videos. Uh, I owned a lot I'm of, sure there's full episodes. I owned a lot of VHSs. Of the of the episodes and potentially an action figure as well.
0: I my mom never bought me the action figure because they were only sold at the Christian bookstores and they were so fucking expensive.
1: I think I might have gotten one for Christmas one. I'm
0: two. not surprised. Uh, uh, man, I, I only love- I never owned it, I watched it at Sunday school. We would watch it like at the end of Sunday school, they would put on Bible Man while we we're like waiting for the parents to come pick us up and I was always like I hope my mom and dad don't come too quick. I wanna keep watching Bible Man. Gross. Don't say that sentence again. Hope my mom and dad don't come too quick. I want to keep watching Bible, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> gross. That's yeah. a gross sentence. Anyways, I guess we'll leave you on that gross note.
0: Yeah, Merry Christmas. Uh, we day. don't, we,
1: we, we, this will be our last episode of the year. Yeah. But don't worry, we're coming back for 2021.
0: Coming back Ooh, strong. Yeah, we're doing it. This is our 20th episode as well. Right? Is it?
1: Didn't you say? It might be the 21st. Yeah, whatever. I might have lied when I told you because I didn't. know um, <laughs> Well, if, oops. If it a hey, if it is the twentieth episode, we're celebrating happy twentieth. But if it's the twenty first, happy twenty first episode. <laughs> uh, you can we this episode can legally drink. Oh my god, we've raised a, a child we've together. Raised, yeah. Ugh. It's ugly. It's hideous. It's it's a dwell, It's a cellar dweller. It's completely
0: disappointing. <laughs> <sighs> On that note, Merry Christmas, everybody.
1: And Happy New Year, technically, because you'll hear from us again after the the New Year, assuming we don't all blow up in a a revelation like Apocalypse.
0: Biden will save us, and my newfound love for Jesus will save me.
1: I think Biden's the Antichrist.
0: Uh, I don't care because I have Jesus in my heart, and he will protect me, and I'm not having sex because I love Jesus.
1: And because of trauma.
0: And I don't know how.
1: And also that I'll send you some videos later. Anyways, okay. th- bye. Thank you for listening. Merry Christmas, bye.
0: Feliz Navidad.